0: Welcome to Late Night Talks, a place for growth, stability, and transformation, the podcast for men and for the women who want to understand men. My name is Amy Joe. I am a certified clinical hypnotherapist, Reiki master, and a life strategist. Here we take you to the next level of your journey: mentally, physically, Emotionally and spiritually. Hello there and welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Show. It is great as always to be in this room with you. I hope that this podcast finds you well. A big warm welcome to the new listeners as always. It is great to have you here and have you tuning in. So tonight's going to be one of the more relaxed laid back episodes just due to the fact that my time has been limited lately and tonight I'm honestly not feeling 100% but I still wanted to come on. I love being here and, and sharing and I thought... This topic tonight might be a little fun. I don't know. The power of the eyes. (laughs) So, yeah. The eyes. A lot of people don't really think much about the eyes and the power that they hold. And we're constantly seeing people and interacting with people. And we might just quickly glance at them and then look down at the phone or look down at the ground, whatever. We don't think much about it, but maybe after listening to tonight's episode, you might become a bit more conscious and aware of the capacity of of what eye contact can do. And when you begin to use the power of eye contact, you're going to probably notice more friendly, soft smiles and a sense of others feeling seen. When others feel seen, they want to make you feel seen as well. So, we're going to get into this. Our eyes are the very thing that enables us to have vision and to see the beautiful world around us. Looking into the eyes of another human being can be so captivating. When you look into the eyes and the iris of a person, it looks like a galaxy you're looking when you're staring at someone you're staring into two galaxies with a black hole and what's hidden in that black hole is for us to discover (laughs) in darkness we always find light right this is all part of the journey here we are one with the universe a mirror image of what created us so stunning unique and mysterious all wrapped up in one but yet, millions at the same time, just like the stars and the galaxies in the sky, are all made of stardust. So the eyes are absolutely fascinating. They're the organs of perception, right? But are they the windows to our souls? And why are we so uncomfortable holding eye contact with other people? How are we communicating with our eyes and How can we use our eyes to seek what we're looking for? These are some of the questions we're going to try and answer tonight. We should never take our vision for granted. It's not only the window to our souls, but it's also the window to our health. Examining a patient's eye is now being used to diagnose a broader spectrum of illnesses. An eye exam can actually detect diabetes. It can detect high blood pressure and infections, and I believe even autoimmune disease. The reason it can do this is because the eye is the only location in the human body where brain tissue and blood vessels may be seen directly. This is why it's important that, you know, we keep up on getting our eyes checked on a regular basis because it can help us find disease like glycoma and macular degeneration early on and this can really damage your eyesight we don't want to lose our vision there's also something called iridology and i recently came across this and i thought i was fascinated by it iridology is an alternative medicine technique where practitioners look at the patterns colors and other characteristics of the iris and they use this technique to determine some of the deeper issues that might be going on in the body it's not really used to diagnose you know specific diseases or conditions rather it's more used to let patients know if certain areas of the body aren't functioning properly so it can indicate problems in all the organs of the body including the heart lungs liver spleen and even the brain so it is amazing i i watched a video on it and i was just blown away iridology started to become a little more popular around the 1950s when dr bernard jensen started teaching these unique teachings he was actually a chiropractor and an entrepreneur. He, he wrote numerous books and articles on health and um, healing. So yeah, check it out. It's it's very interesting stuff. Our little eyes actually begin to develop only two weeks after conception. And then once they're fully developed, it grows to about a an inch and a half the size of the ping pong ball. I'm sure we all know this from school or whatnot, but... You might be surprised to find that our eyes are actually the strongest muscle in our body. Our body's muscles that govern the, the eye movement are among the fastest too. And on top of that, they're a hundred times more powerful than necessary. It's quite astonishing. A single eye has almost two million different components that allow it to work you know, properly and correctly. Two million components for one eyeball so the eyes are very complex organs and they they can quickly adapt to to a whole wide range of environments and conditions this is because they're very complex and they're productive and they're also resilient but our eyes are actually the second most complicated organ in the body aside from the brain another really cool thing about the eyes are that they hold about 256 different unique traits. Now our fingerprints, they, our fingerprints only hold about 40 different traits. So what's happening now is that retina scans are being used more than fingerprinting for security purposes because they're more accurate and detailed. So I was fascinated by that fact too. But 80, 85% of the data that's in our brain comes from our eyes and we actually take in 36,000 bits of information every day every hour I'm sorry from our eyes so many people do ask that question are the eyes the window to the soul well I tend to think so yes the eyes are the most prominent symbolic sensory organ and they stand for the potential for clairvoyance or even a, a portal like I said a portal to the soul the eyes are really a symbol of more than just sight you know they're also they also represent wisdom they represent illumination or alertness maybe moral consciousness and the ability really to see the truth and really our eyes speak their own language. They express emotion. There's actually 34 eye behaviors that uncover all kinds of hidden emotions. But due to timing, I'm not going to add all those in tonight. The eyes and sight are frequently used as metaphors throughout the Bible. And one of the popular scripts reads, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. Now what does this mean? This to me is an invitation to the doorway of the soul. The eyes are the entranceway to how we see the world, how we see others, what we're seeing when we see them. And a lot of times how we see the world depends on what rests within us, within our temple. And the lamp is what illuminates the path. And we're meant to be lanterns for others who struggle to find their footing. We're not meant to live selfishly on this earth. We are here to give. And we all have something to give. And it doesn't always have to be a form of money. It can consist of love, of compassion. It can consist of care. It can be your voice. It can be art. It's the very, very thing that connects us. And once we help another, that person, most of the time, will usually go off and do the same for another person. The ones where their lives are truly impacted by someone else. And it doesn't always have to be the form of a person I mean, it can be from God or another source, whatever works for you. They're the ones who go out into the world and help other people, whether it's one person, whether it's a few people, or whether it's many. It really doesn't matter. Spiritually speaking, we are all images of our Creator. We may have all kinds of different shades of skin, but the shades of our hearts are all the same and so is the color of our blood. We're all made different and unique for variety because art is more beautiful with color. Now this leads me into our next question. Why are we so uncomfortable looking into the eyes of others? This can be a little bit complicated to answer, but my theory is that the reason we feel uncomfortable is that when we look into the eyes of another person, it's almost as if we're looking at ourselves, and we are all mirrors to one another. It's very awkward for many of us to even stare in our own eyes in a mirror, for instance. It feels strange and uncomfortable. So when you're looking into another person's eyes, maybe we feel judged but that's probably because we're judging ourselves. You know, when we're living in shame, guilt, deceit or even low self-esteem, it's very hard to look anyone in the eye, let alone maintain eye contact. And it can be a very terrifying experience especially for people who are submerged in a false identity. And they might feel exposed, fearful and embarrassed. Struggling to make eye contact, on the other hand, it can be due to a variety of factors, such as maybe shyness, nervousness, even social anxiety, or feeling socially inferior. They are definitely also reasons that we struggle to look into the eyes of others. According to to science, eye contact becomes very awkward at about 3.3 seconds for most people. But next time you're walking along or doing whatever and you're among people or strangers, try it. Take a look at a a stranger and see if you can hold eye contact for about three seconds. And obviously don't look in a creepy way. We want to have soft eyes when you do this. And just notice how it makes you feel. And when you do that, really become aware of what part of your body you're feeling uncomfortable in. You know, this is a good way to start practicing if you really have a hard time looking at people. What about when we have conversations with other people? Actually, scientists from a university in Japan, Kaito University, they discovered that when you're maintaining eye contact while processing what someone is saying, it can be very difficult for the brain it becomes very taxing for the brain to to think and process so one person they have to usually break eye contact in order to to better process what's being said and and the problem centers on the verbal processing portion of the brain so I found that very interesting that the locking of eyes can kind of freeze our thinking process our, our processing of of words but the average amount of of eye contact that adults make is usually about 30 to 60 percent per conversation or you know if you're you're fully invested it's more so about 60 to 70 percent according to to michigan state university it's a really a good idea maintain eye contact with them. And if you're talking to someone, you want to maintain eye contact at least 50% of the time as you speak. And if someone else is speaking, you want to maintain eye contact for at least 70% of that time. You know, because little to no eye contact really demonstrates a lack of confidence. So how are we communicating with our eyes? If you really aren't aware of how you're interacting when it comes to your eyes, it might be a good idea to start paying closer attention to to how you're communicating through them. Are your eyes shifting around all over the place? Are you looking directly at the person? Are they looking up at the ceiling, at the ground? You know, just start to be more aware of what you're doing with your eyes during conversation or interactions with people. You know, I used to have a friend in school and, you know, every time I would have a conversation with him, he would never, ever, ever look me in the eyes and I never understood it. I never understood it. But back then, you know, now I understand. I think it was a bit of shyness on his part, but it was just something that used to kind of drive me crazy because I wanted to be like, look into my eyes, but yeah, so it's okay though. 93% of our communication is actually nonverbal. And this is why, you know, we really express so much emotion through our eyes alone. Eye conduct really creates bonds in between people, very strong bonds. So how can we use our eyes to seek what we're looking for? You know, looking into the eyes of another is really a great way to be able to start a conversation with them. It leaves a great impression. Right? And if they look back without turning away, it's kind of giving you permission to come in and approach. And when you have eye contact with someone for, for longer periods of time, feelings can really intensify in that moment, too. You know, eye contacts shown to strengthen relationships. According to research, this really triggers the, the limbic mirror system, which means the same neurons that are firing in the brain of another person while also firing your brain when when you're making eye contact with that person. So it's pretty neat. The sharing of emotional states, you know, obviously can help you bond with one another when you're using eye contact. It demonstrates honesty, right? In particular, when you're having a conversation, the eyes show a whole range, you know, like we said, of emotion that words won't speak. You know, when we have honesty, that's the foundation of trust. It's a sign of respect when you can maintain eye contact. When you give someone your whole attention and your whole gaze, you're communicating to that person that they're important. Eye contact really is a key factor in the attraction process. Humans find it more appealing when there's direct eye contact, and especially if you add a bit of a smile with it. Even think of lovemaking, consider the power that takes place when both parties are able to gaze deeply into one another's eyes. You're fully aware and present and in the moment with one another. It's a very powerful experience. There's so many benefits to the ability to have and hold eye contact in both personal relationships or professional settings. It can help individuals feel noticed. And when you can make someone feel noticed, they're going to be more attentive to you and your needs. It shows confidence. It demonstrates that you you can be trusted, that you're personable, attentive, or even unforgettable all at the same time. It really leads a deeper sense of significance to everything. And when you can make eye contact with someone, you have the ability to to. Let them know that you respect them, that you're paying attention to them, and that you understand them. People who who are in love maintain eye contact as much as 75% of the time when they're spending time together. And when that happens, intimacy obviously increases. If you are one of those people who are extremely shy and... The thought of making eye contact with another person just makes you feel uncomfortable. You can always practice by looking just above a person's eye or in between their eyes, as long as it's at, you know, a little bit of a distance away. It's just a strategy that you can use in order to start getting comfortable with people. Now, I personally have a tendency to really remember those who've really shown strong eye contact over those who really don't and and in today's world we're seeing less and less of each other's eyes which is it's a shame you know everyone's more invested in their phones and their electronics rather than truly being present in the moment with one another and you know I really love to watch people I love to sit and watch and see the story behind the eyes of other people. Our eyes really do show so much, and it's just one of the joys that I have is to wonder in curiosity. With that, I think this is a great place to end tonight's episode. I appreciate you, and I thank you for listening, and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of the week and I look forward to coming back next time take care of sending tons of love and light.